Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag and balance7.com. I'm Yoel Legazzo. I'm joined by Coach Bryce Simon of the Motor City Hoops podcast. Uh, so Bryce, welcome to the show. No, thank you, man. I'm excited, yo. Like you reached out. I don't know. It's been a couple months now and we've been talking about this and and uh, I've had it in my calendar and I've just been excited to talk, you know, uh, uh, about Wayne Ellington, a little bit about the Lakers. We talk about the Lakers a little bit on my podcast, just, you know, when we talk about NBA stuff. So I'm excited, man. I'm really juiced. Oh, man, I'm, pu- I'm pumped to, to have you on the show. Uh, I know you're, you're uh, I mean, we talked about this uh, before we, we hopped on here, and but your your podcast is getting pretty big, right? I mean, you, you're you part of the, the Detroit Bad Boys now. Yeah, it's it's been really good. The last couple months, um, unfortunately, I lost my host, who was a good friend and a former teammate, and he just was too busy with life. He's still playing professionally overseas. And so it kind of forced me to go a different direction, which is always bringing on guests. And you know, like I've been so blessed with some of the guests I've been able to get on the show. It's been, it's been incredible. The guys that have said yes and been willing to do it. And then the Detroit bad boys connection with SB nation has been huge. And I'm just fortunate to have a platform as I'm sure you understand just to talk hoops and provide content. Yeah, man. I love it. I, I, I love every minute of it, of it. And, um, I wish I can do it like every day, but obviously <laughs> like I have a, uh, my own full-time job and family to take care of, but dude, so you coach, right? You coach, you coach high school. Yeah. So right. I'm a real small school. So we coach, I actually coach two sports. So like we're in football right now. So I just finished football practice, you know, this, this evening, and then I'll also coach high school boys basketball. So, um, do a little bit of both and, um, like we were talking about pre-show, you know, for the most part, my role is breaking down film and stuff like that, which is kind of what people know me for on Twitter and at Detroit Bad Boys is kind of breaking down the film. So that's that's kind of a passion of mine, I guess. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So before we get to Wayne Allington, I do want to get your thoughts on 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 Cade Cunningham, man. Like he's been pretty impressive. Uh, just some of his stats for for uh, summer league: uh, eighteen, almost nineteen points, right? Uh, 5.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and he shot 50% from three. Like, what do you think? Pretty yeah, impressive, uh, right? Yeah, we're excited. Uh, you know, he has been as advertised. Like, that's what I like to say to people when they ask me about Cade Cunningham. And he doesn't wow you. You know, like, he's not, like, going to posterize dunk people. He's not going to cross people up and drop them, you know. Sure. Like, if you want the wow factor, Jalen Green is probably your guy. And and that that's disappointed a few Pistons fans. Sure. Um, but, man, he's the all-around package. And, you know, something that – 
I don't actually live in Detroit. I actually live in Kansas. That's a whole other story. But one thing that people in Detroit and Pistons fans really love about Kate is he has embraced the organization. He has braced, embraced the city. He plays to the heart of the city. Yeah. And it's been really, really cool. Because I don't think you can say that about every single draft pick and every single number one pick. Sure, right. And it, it, his leadership, the intangibles, the off-the-court stuff uh, you know, has, been, has been awesome. It's really exciting. That's awesome, man. I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited to, I mean, when someone like him and someone like Jalen Green comes along, I mean, I'm just excited for the league because it's going to, you know, it's, it, you know, these, these young guys coming in and funneling in and, and, and replacing some of the, the, the vets and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll become stars and hopefully they'll become stars of the, of the league and get, be known. Uh, and I mean, from what we've seen so far, I mean, it looks like the trajectory is, is there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, just real quick. Like, and that's what, and this is no knock on LeBron and, and Steph Curry is one of my favorite players. And I know this wasn't great for the Lakers last year, but that's one thing I think that came from the playoffs last year was we got to see that the NBA is in still good hands, even after these guys, and nobody wants to right. see LeBron retire. Nobody no. wants to see Steph retire. You know what I mean? Right. But, right. Exactly. But the next generation is coming and it's going to yeah. be okay. The NBA is going to be fine. Yeah. And, and with every generation, I feel like, you know, it just hoops gets getting better and better. Like people, the IQ gets better and, and, and just the, the style of play gets better by every generation. I mean, we, we, when we take a look at, you know, Michael Jordan and to, to current, I mean, people weren't taking three point shots like, like crazy, right? I mean, Steph changed the game and I don't know. We, we can take a whole podcast <laughs> know, talking sorry. about <laughs> this, right? So maybe we should like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of segue awkwardly and, and pivot to, to, to Wayne Ellington because. Um, that's what we're, we're here to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's actually a great transition because you brought up three point shooting and that's, true. That, that's what Wayne Ellington does best. Like if, if you want to describe Wayne Ellington in as a few words as possible, three point shooter is it. And, um, he, he really showed that last year with the Pistons. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, why don't we, why don't we go ahead and review his, his year, right? With the Pistons. Um, he only played half the games, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think that that was, yeah, it would be what, 46, so a little more than half the games. But I mean, I think that had to do with what the, where the Pistons were last year. You know, a lot of the vets rested toward, rested. uh, I don't know why I'm air quoting right now. Nobody can see it, but, uh, (laughs) you know, quote unquote, rested guys at the end of the year and, and different things. And he missed some games throughout the year, but, um, you know, he, he, he knocked down shots and, and it, it really showed with this Pistons team last year because we didn't have a lot of shooters and he went on a tear. He had an eight game stretch January, uh, right? Yes. And it was impressive, man. He, <laughs> he hit 43s in eight Ooh. games and it wasn't because he shot 150 of them. It's because he was shooting at a high rate. I think in six of those eight games, he shot over 60% from three in those games. So, wow. I mean, not only is he a good shooter, that stretch showed that he can have stretches of being an elite shooter. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I've been, I was impressed. I mean, I, I watched some of those clips. Um, obviously, I didn't follow, I don't, I don't follow the, the Pistons, so I had to go back and watch some of those games in January. I mean, he was just an assassin. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just cold-blooded, like, it's shooting at a, a crazy rate i think it was like you said like almost 60 percent from from three-point line insane yeah. 
And, and, and because of that, I even heard that I was looking at this, that he became a very, uh, valuable trade asset, right? <laughs> so, so whenever you asked me about this, this is one thing I wanted to, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to forget. And I've been telling myself for a few days, I wanted to remember to bring this up. I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I think I did say it on the Motor City Hoops podcast. I thought he would get traded to the Lakers at the deadline for, <laughs> and, and I'll be honest. I don't know if you guys, you guys didn't have a second round pick, um, right? Because the, the, Ayayi and Reeves and those guys were right. all undrafted free agents, but right. you know, maybe there's a future second round. I don't know the Lakers draft situation, you know, draft pick situation. I think we did like, have one this year. Right. But it didn't end up happening. Right. Okay. I, I know okay. there were rumors with Wayne Ellington, right? Yes. So long story short, I really thought Wayne Ellington was going to end up in LA at the trade deadline. Right. And a lot of, a lot of people just, I think knew that he was going to not return to Detroit in the off season. And so just waited out. So it's kind of funny. That's where he's ended up. I think it's a great fit. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see. His stats were, I mean, he, he shot nine, 9.6 points per game, played 22 minutes per game, um, 44 on average on, on three point shooting. Um, how, so one of the things that, uh, I want to talk to you about, obviously we, well, Jared Dudley's gone now, right? Jared Dudley's gone and we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here for in the second segment. Uh, but maybe maybe I'll ask you this question and we can we can talk about it after the break. But there were some reports that uh, um, of Ellington uh, perhaps maybe becoming that glue guy because of his veteran presence amongst all those young guys. Um, did he become that glue guy or was he what, what do you think? Like how, how what impact did he have on those young guys or I guess even even the veterans that the the few that were there. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, a rat, like I'm not like a beat writer, like a rod beard. These names probably won't mean much to your listeners, but you know, the guys that report for the athletic and the local newspapers. So I'm not as, but the, I don't know that that's a narrative I had heard as much. Um, you know, you heard a lot of when Derek Rose was still in town, he was being that kind of veteran presence to a Killian nice. Hayes, the young point guard for the Pistons. Um, a Mason Plumley was being a vet. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure he was, um, but you didn't hear about it in the same breath of the, as those guys. So I, I, I'm not really sure, you know, and maybe that's why he did make it through the deadline. You know, maybe that's why he did stay for the second half of the season was because he was a good veteran presence. It just wasn't necessarily a thing I heard reported on a whole lot. So it was not necessarily the glue guy, glue guy per se, right? But maybe just that vet presence in the locker room. Correct, that held correct. people accountable. Um, all right. Well, you know, why don't we go ahead and take a break? And then when we come back, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about um, how he fits with the Lakers. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So guys, stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon. I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player and Laker legend Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading this press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what's really helped him bounce back. He even said, quote, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up, close quote. I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's 
celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working out for him. Cool thing is that we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, you'll receive a free four-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com and use promo code BELIEVE at checkout to get in on this promotion. If it worked for him, I'm sure it can work for you. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Coach Bryce Simon of the Motor City Hoops podcast. Um, and yeah, we're going to, this, this segment, we're going to talk about uh, Wayne Ellington and how he sort of fits alongside LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and, you know, the rest of the Lakers squad, how he fits in with the overall roster, his role in the team, and sort of the expectations that we have for him. Um, since you've been, you know, you covered the, the Pistons, coach, I want you to, you know, just let us know, like, how, how, what do you, th- how do you think he'll, he'll fit alongside this team? I think he's a great fit. I, I really do. Um, I think the things he's not great at are probably things you wouldn't need him to do. Like if you're expecting a plus defender, you're not getting one. If you're expecting a guy that's going to create shots for teammates, you're probably not getting that guy. You're not getting a guy that's going to rebound. But if you need a guy that can spread the floor, space the floor and knock down shots around those three stars that you have, then Wayne Ellington is your guy. And, and I, I wanted to really highlight this about Wayne Ellington. He's not just a stand in the corner, catch and shoot. Like Wayne Ellington can run off screens. Wayne Ellington can, can get a, he's really good. And he's subtle off the ball. Like he'll jab step his defender, set his man up and then come off a, a dribble handoff. And mm. then he rises up. He's really explosive in his jump shot. Like he's not an athlete, but no. he's explosive right. in his jump shot. You know what I mean? And so he can get his shot off. He can get it off quick and he can get it off, like coming off a screen, contorting his body, like all those things. So it's not just a dude that just stands there and shoots. Like I'm not saying he's running off screens like Steph Curry. Nobody does that, but he can do it on the move and transition, not necessarily off the dribble with the ball in his hands, but I think he's a great compliment off ball from the guys that you have. Yeah, man, I know, I, I mean, we're talking about Wayne Ellington here who who played with us and back in 2014 and 2015. Um, and I mean, we saw, we saw glimpses of that. We saw how great he was from three. He shot 37% from three that year. Um, and I feel like he's, you know, he's gotten better every year at, 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 at um, you know, all of that. All of that uh, that that work. Um, I want to talk about um, how he sort of. You, you you talked about how he's not sh- just some sort of sh- uh, catch and shoot guy. Uh, I kind of want to get into more into the weeds of of how in is it in a scenario where you have maybe Russell Westbrook or LeBron James um, at the top and they go out and penetrate to the rim, right? the defense will collapse and what will happen? What kind of magic will we see from, from Wayne Ellington? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the scenario, right? That's why you guys need a Wayne Ellington type player is because he's going to relocate and find the open spot. Here's where I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know what 
offense the Lakers run. Right. But what I envision is them almost using Wayne Ellington as a decoy. Like, okay, <laughs> like he's we're going to run him off a staggered screen over here. Sure. And you're going to have to give him attention because he's going to knock down the shot if you don't give him attention. But if you give him too much attention, now you're letting LeBron play one-on-one in the post or you're right. letting Russ go one-on-one or whatever it is. And so that's why I say I think he's such a great compliment to what you the roster you guys already have. And again, I don't think his limitations in other areas really show because Russ is such a good rebounder at the guard position. LeBron's obviously AD. You know, those guys are great rebounders, really good defenders, really good athletes. And so they can cover for those things. Like I truly believe Wayne Ellington's going to play a lot of really meaningful minutes for the Lakers this year and in crunch time because of that floor spacing and being a guy that's been around for a while. I think so too. The the only thing that I, uh, like you had mentioned at the top, right? The, um, of this segment, the only thing that I worry about is his defense, like, yes. like, uh, in Vogel's defensive system, right? His, his, the system that he likes to play. If you don't buy in on the defense, you don't get to play, right? We've seen that a lot at, with the Lakers. I mean, THT was benched multiple times. I mean, this is THT who he loves, right? And, and Lake of Nation loves, and he was benched multiple times last year because he didn't uh, play the kind of defense that, uh, that uh, was kind of necessary at the uh, and and needed, um, and and Vogel, um, I think I think he 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 designs these his his defense based on the individual talent that he has uh, around him. Um, um, he's not really married to to any sort of individual scheme like defensive scheme, but he or or try to shoehorn people into that scheme. I think he's more of a per, he he coaches guys up right to to the kind of uh defense and just different situations that you'll you'll run into against a particular offense or a particular matchup um and sometimes it looks bad because um you know you you have your a guy trying their best like like t h d you saw him try and defend and trying to get to to his man and rotate back to his man um but uh, it, it took time for him to kind of adjust and get back to it. I want to I talk about how, how you think at this point of Wayne Ellington's career, how he will be able to fit in, in that sort of environment of a defensive system. Um, do you think he'll be able to adapt well into that? Or do you think his defense is so bad that you kind of yeah. just have to be be okay with him not playing defense. So you're ma- you're making me nervous because I, I mean I think he's a willing defender. He's going to okay. do what is asked of him. Like I don't think he's a guy that doesn't try, but he has sure. obvious physical limitations. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would be on Vogel and the staff to if he's re- he's going to be plus offensively. All right? Like I, sure. I think we can all agree with that. Right, so right. hopefully they value that enough to then create a defensive scheme or or find a way for the scheme defensively to hide him. Like you really sure. are probably going to have to hide. Now the offense is going to seek him out. Like he's probably a dude. They're going to, whoever he's guarding is going to come set the ball screen and they're going to try to get him switched on a Luka Doncic or a sure. Damian Lillard mm-hmm. or whoever, and then try to go one-on-one. Like I don't, he probably isn't holding up at the point of attack in that way, but can, is he going to try to buy into things? Yes. He's going to try to do things the right way. He's going to try to like, he's not going to protect anything at the rim. He's not, no, you know, those right. type of things, but if you can kind of develop that scheme to hide him, 
And so he doesn't really become a liability on defense. I think the offense that he brings makes up for that. Right. That's what I want to, right, right. I mean, he's a, he's a reliable shooter. And um, even if he misses, right, even if he misses on the offensive end, I don't think the Lakers, uh, I mean, we, we have options, right? We have a lot more options than last year in, in three-point shooting. Um, I mean, that we're basing this obviously off of how people, how the players have performed last season, right? But uh, I would hesitate to kind of yank him out of there um, because of his defense, um, because eventually uh, he'll be, he'll, he's, he's liable to connect, you know, from, from the, from the three and, and, and give you the points that you need to, to, to win the ball game. And, and honestly, I think the Lakers have really kind of moved away from, from, from having defense this, this year. I think we've added a lot of players that have a lot of uh, uh, offensive skills and maybe not so well. They're not so well on, on defense. Obviously we like, we have like people like Trevor Ariza who, who's been great on defense, but, but, but yeah, man, I'm, I, that, I mean, this defense is the only thing that concerns me that might limit his, his minutes with, with the Lakers. Uh, de- de- just depends on, on Vogel, I guess, depends on how, I, you know, I think it's all just gonna, we have four players that are coming back. So who knows how this is all gonna mesh, how all this is gonna fit together. And we're all kind of just speculating and guessing right now how, how, how we're all gonna, uh, meet at the middle and, and, and compromise and, 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 uh, and move forward as a team. No, that's what, like, I'm fascinated. Like I said, I bet we talk about the Lakers. I mean, when the rust trade happened, I probably ask every guest I had on, you know, what they thought about that trade and we would talk about it, you know, and then all of a sudden everybody was signing and it's like they turned over the whole roster. And, and obviously because it's the Lakers, it dominates conversation, but I think it is a very fascinating roster and, and I'll be, I'll be honest. I was a little unsure about the trade and the fit with Russ and LeBron and all those things. Sure. But I, I will say, I really, really like what they've done outside of that. Like all these quote unquote tertiary moves. I like these other players they've brought in. And if nothing else, they have options. Like you guys have options, right? Like if, if Wayne Ellington is so bad defensively, you have a couple other guys you can try, or if he's not making shots or whatever, like I think it's a very intriguing roster and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it plays out even as a Pistons fan. Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. I mean, so let, I think I think that that does it pretty much for today. But I, I don't know if you have any final thoughts on Wayne Allington here before before we end the pod. No, I just I really think he's a good fit. I know I've said that multiple times, and I don't want to you know reiterate too much what I've said. But he he's more than just catch and shoot guy. Like he can move. He can cause issues for a defense and open up holes and driving lanes and other things for guys. And, and I'm just going to, you know, plug myself here a little bit. If, yeah. if you want to see the breakdown, if you just Google Wayne Ellington exit interview, Detroit bad boys, um, that, that was a couple months ago. It was right. Uh, I think it was in June or July. I can't remember for sure, to be honest, mm. but um, it, it was a recap of his season and what we thought um uh, what we thought he needed to improve on and what he did best after last year. So any fans interested in that, just Google that Wayne Ellington exit interview, Detroit bad boys. And you, there's a written article and then my video breakdowns that complemented it. That's awesome. I was actually going to uh, let you have some time to, to put a plug in on where our <laughs> listeners can find you like on Twitter, uh, Instagram, right? You know it. Why, why don't you go ahead and, and, and put a plug in on that? 
Yeah, absolutely. So if, if you guys are interested in some Pistons content or want some NBA, the last 20 minutes of every podcast is just general nice. NBA. And we talk about your Lakers quite a bit. But yeah, follow at Motor City Hoops on Twitter. And then the podcast is Apple, Spotify, all those things. And then like I'm doing those articles for Detroit Bad Boys of SB Nation. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I just like to talk hoops. So even if you have some some thoughts about what I've said so far um, on this episode, uh, you know, send me a DM or something. I love to just chat it up. Um I know me and Yoa could go all night long with this and I can, I can tell we're having to shut it down. I'm kind of sad. Maybe I can get him on the podcast or I can come back sometime. Oh yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I mean, we'd, we'd appreciate it. I mean, we, the, there's obviously two games that we're going to play against the Pistons. This, yes. Uh, yes. This season, so maybe we could do that. That would be perfect. Crossover episode or something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, all right, man. I appreciate you, you joining the show coach. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I I had a blast, man. I'm I've, I again. I know you people can't see it, but I've been smiling the whole time. <laughs> I've been it's it's nine thirty my time. I'm usually ready for bed, but now you got me all worked up and excited, and and I had a blast for real, man. I I thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, man. I appreciate you helping on and uh, enlightening us with uh, your knowledge of the Pistons in general, and obviously with Wayne Ellington. Um, appreciate it, man. Absolutely. All right, guys. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.